raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Amory and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall. Noise pollution. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Hammer's here. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show live in studio to go off the rails. Rob, how are you? I am great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Okay, big picture. Let's start with the biggest news this week. The impeachment inquiry announced by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy involving Joe Biden and his many uh, improprieties. What are your thoughts? Do you see any problems down the road with this? What do you think? Nige, I know you're a wonderful husband, but did you ever get a look and a stern wording from your wife about something that you absolutely had to do or accomplish what time is it <laughs> yeah, I mean, she just texted a few yeah. minutes ago yeah, right. uh, you don't want to do it in fact you're really you go kicking and screaming to do it and you will put the least amount of effort into it possible and that's where kevin mccarthy is kevin mccarthy is a swamp creature kevin mccarthy doesn't want to impeach joe biden that's why it's taken him eight months to get to this point they've had a cavalcade of evidence overwhelming testimony yeah. paper trail yep. emails text messages and now they're just getting to the investigation and when he was giving that speech about the impeachment inquiry it was like someone had just told him his dog had died i mean he clearly doesn't want to do this and here's why and then i'll hand it back over to you guys they're all dirty now different ones of them are dirty on various levels but these people all protect each other at all costs because they all for the most part have something to lose republicans and democrats absolutely together. i will never forget this when i first started work at the state house this has been 10 years ago now when i went went to work for the state auditor and there was an uh, some politician and there was something going on about him that everybody in the state house knew about and i remember asking a very well respected member of indiana government i'm 20 something year old kid starry eyed i still think republicans are good guys democrats are bad guys and i said why wouldn't they just turn the screws on this person because they've got them dead to rights and this is a vote against whatever the thing they was they're trying to accomplish and the, the person told me this and it's absolutely true they're all dirty and they know if they unleash the dirt on one of them, then we start unleashing the dirt on all of them. And that's how you get these resignations all the time at the state house. And Representative So and So has decided to call it a career. No explanation whatsoever. Think about how bad it is in Washington. These guys don't want to do this. They have to do it. And that's why they're putting the least amount of effort possible into it. But do you want this to happen? Do you want the impeachment inquiry to move forward? Because I said on the air, and maybe this is tinfoil hat. This is what the Democrats want. Any chance they can remove Joe Biden from the ballot, whether this thing has steam and he resigns or he feels bad about what's happening to his family and the dirty laundry going out there, he resigns. If he's off the ballot, that's a win for the Democrats. Well, they're not going to get him removed from office. So I guess that's no, the first part. But of I it. think if they, as to put it in your words, put the screws to him and a lot of the dirty laundry of his family keeps getting put out there, he may just resign well no because he's shameless and i don't think he knows he can resign at this point somebody would have to tell him <laughs> hey look here, here he, and, I, and i'm not being you know over the top or wild and wacky when i say this joe biden from what we know now we've scratched the surface on probably what we actually know of, of what has happened uh 
is the most corrupt person to ever hold the Oval Office. I mean, the open, oh, yeah. the play, pay-for-play scheme with his loser druggy son is the conduit that has been going on for years and years and years. Uh, and it, look, I mean, I, I never thought there'd be somebody more corrupt than the Clintons hold the White House, but it it ain't even close. The Ukraine stuff alone with getting that prosecutor Shokin fired, I mean, alone is is worthy of an investigation. One more thing, and, and Hammer, hand me that uh, tinfoil hat, please. Oh, here, throw it over to you this time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> there you go. Regarding um, the budget and the government shutdown and the inquiry, I remember a couple of weeks ago, and I'm paraphrasing here, House Speaker McCarthy said, look, uh, if we don't get the budget passed, we might not be able to do this inquiry because uh-huh. that's all going to shut down. Are they going to press through some some crazy budget on the threat that the inquiry could shut down if the government shuts down? Do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's two sides of the same coin, right? I mean, the Republicans and Democrats, when it comes to spending money, yes. they are in total agreement yes. of spending this country into ruin. We're over $32 trillion on the national debt. Look at what they did on the last debt ceiling. There wasn't a single solitary, meaningless cut whatsoever on the debt ceiling. It's always a thing of, well, this has put us in place for more responsible spending going forward. And of course, it never happens. They're going to pass a budget. They're going to keep spending. That's what Republicans do. And they're using the Biden impeachment as a way to try to keep, you know, everybody kind of in the camp of, yeah, of course, we've totally screwed you over and lied to you about the spending and your inflation is going to be continuing to be driven up because of our actions. But hey, we're going to get Biden. The thing about the impeachment is, and again, we'll move on to something else here in just a moment, but they know they're not going to be able to kick him out of office. But if Joe Biden just says, you know what, screw this. I don't need this. I'm old. I'm afraid Hunter may go to jail. I'm going to pardon him. I'm going to go off the ticket. That's a win for the Democrats. And I just don't feel like there's a win for the Republicans here. As much as I want to see Joe Biden humiliated and embarrassed because he deserves it, because he's a rotten SOB, I just don't think the big picture win is there for the Republicans. Well, look, then I guess we're just going to say as a society, if you're a Democrat, you can literally be the most corrupt person in the the 230 year plus <laughs> history of this country. And there's absolutely I mean, I'm not I'm not object, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think they would absolutely love to get rid of him. But what do we say as a society? You can do whatever the hell we want. Law enforcement clearly isn't going to get him. And Joe Biden being in the presidency assures that he won't be criminally prosecuted, not that he would anyway. Why couldn't you do this after maybe the next election, whether he wins again or whether he gets beat and he's still the president waiting for the new administration to come in? Why can't you fire in the hole at that point to make him pay for the stuff he's done now? Don't ruin a good thing. Look at his polling numbers. Like yes, I've Ni- got him right here. Nige has got him right now. Me, They're in the toilet. Let me piggyback on something you said about the election. It might not be Biden resigning. It might be Biden getting ousted. Uh, it might be a Republican over a Democrat. Listen to this Quinnipiac poll. Do you think Joe Biden is too old to effectively serve another four-year term as president or not? Yes, 68%. Better job responding to a national crisis. Trump, 51% to Biden's 44%. This is one poll, but I'm seeing a trend here, Rob, I think. Yeah, but the problem is they haven't fixed the issue, which is the mass mail-in unaccountable voting. You have Uncle Fester, who opened his debate with, hi, good night, everybody, (laughs) and shrieks like an inmate asylum, trying to be funny when he finds out Biden, the impeachment inquiry is, is going on. He he started with a 300,000 vote lead, supposedly, on, on Dr. Oz. 
Could you get a worse candidate? I don't care how old Biden is or what the polling says. Could you get it? He once called Biden a collapsed bridge. Yes. I mean, could, he wasn't wrong, though, Rob. That may have been the only thing he was right about. I'm standing here next to this collapsed bridge. Uh, he won. So unless you fix the mass mail and unaccountable, unaccountable voting and the ballot harvesting, what difference does it make? Joe Biden didn't even campaign in 2020 and he still won. There were like six people at his rallies and he still won, supposedly. So unless in Pennsylvania and Michigan and all these other swing states where they're just throwing ballots out at people with these Democrat secretary of states, what difference does it make? By the way, when Fetterman did that little, you know, feigning, you know, when they asked him about impeachment, oh, no, don't. that was the most clearest and coherent I've ever heard of, actually. <laughs> right. I was, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that, Hammer. I am because I can never tell when he's trying to be wacky or if he's just, you know, suffering another, you know, emotional health setback. Didn't you love the aide who was like just trying to drag him away, that poor guy? And he's got on like basketball shorts and a shirt on. That's what I cut the grass on. He is a United States senator, one of the most powerful people in this country. And you are led to believe that he started with a 300,000 vote lead on Dr. Oz. Does anyone believe that? As big a turd and a zero as Dr. Oz was, do you actually believe 300,000 more people before Election Day went in were like, yeah, sign me up for some of that? We're going off the rails. Rob Kendall with us. Uh, Deadline tonight, 11.59 p.m., the big UAW strike, which is going to affect Indiana in a great deal. Um, Indiana, I believe, is the second largest automobile manufacturer in the country. A lot of jobs here. Rob, I know you were talking a little bit about this earlier what do you think? Well, look, the, these workers, and look, I get they, they don't care. Their pocketbook is clearly the most important thing, and that's for them to decide. But they are not sympathetic figures in this. They are not coming off as good guys. Reuters reported that they had been offered a 20% raise over the next four-plus years. I'm not great at math, but that's like 5% a year. I'm hearing like anywhere from 14 and a half to 16. That's what I've heard. Yeah, but, but still. It doesn't matter. They're acting like they've threatened to cut their pay. No, you're being offered raises in a really crappy economy. You're in a volatile time in our society right now. And for you guys to be threatening because you have the power to alter a big portion of the economy, uh, we're going to shut it down. That's not making you come off as a sympathetic figure. I know people who work there will hear hear this conversation they're going to be mad that's not i'm just telling you people are not looking at this right now given inflation given the condition of the country given the condition of the economy given the condition you know fearful of being able to buy things and looking at this going you guys are going to affect millions of jobs that yeah. have nothing to do with your job yes you're not coming yeah. off well in this i know we got to hit a break here but real quick the hit that this is going to have on the national economy. Like, not that we need any more hits to come, but you're talking about $5 billion hit to the United States economy right now. And long-term, all it's going to do is drive people over to shops that don't operate this way, places like Toyota, et cetera, because people will find options. People will figure out a way to do this. It's going to be painful. And again, looks like they're going to probably go on strike, and that's up to them, but they are not coming off. It's very rare big business comes off as the good guy, but I think people look at these offers and they're like, yeah, it looks pretty good to me. All right, Rob, who are you mad at in Brownsburg now? <laughs> well, it's, it's just, it's the lying and the deceit, man. And uh, like we talked about this on what the What happened today. now? So, you know, they, they have this huge, I mean, we have some really high IQ people running our, running our community and their grand plan 
is to spend $18 million on an aquatic center, and they're going to put it next to the sewage plant. <laughs> you know, nothing says family-friendly time like uh, go uh, go swim at the aquatic center right next to the town sewage but plant. But that smells great when it's hot in August. And these uh, Mensa members, Road Scholars, have clearly admitted they can't produce a single document that shows this thing will make money. They've admitted they can't run it themselves. They're going to hire an outside firm. They've admitted they won't get the money back from the investment. And they just simply, they don't, they just absolutely do not care that they're going to waste $18 million of other people's money. And so I tried, and this is why people are like, it's your style that people don't like. You make a lot of good points, but if you weren't the way you were, people would listen. So I went to the last meeting and I said, look, guys, there's a lot of flaws in this. If you guys are dead set on doing this, at least get community input before you move forward. At least have the meetings. At least let us weigh in. We might be able to save you from yourself and create a better thing long term. And this guy, Matthew Simpson, and he's one of those guys who ran on, I'm going to add transparency to government. I'm going to be one of those guys that tells you the truth. He, he gets up and goes, uh, no, yeah, yeah, Rob, we haven't we haven't made any decisions on the pool. Uh, we haven't. Uh, we're going have all sorts of public meetings we're gonna get all sorts of public input we're in the very early stages of this whole pool process and the public will certainly be included on the pool process and well stupid me you know i heard i ran on transparency and being honest with you and i said okay matt simpson i'll take your word for it i feel really good so lo and behold i open up my town council agenda tonight and what do i see they're starting a building corporation for the swimming pool. <laughs> who is this guy again? His, name, his name is Matt Simpson, and is just another example of a guy who is too cowardly to stand up in a meeting and go, I am for this crappy-ass project. I am wasting your money either because my kids want it or my wife wants it or my friends want it or whatever. So eat it, Rob. Sit so, down so and shut just, up. They're just moving forward with it. Yes, right? he lied. Yeah. It's the very next meeting. He's like, we're going to have all these public meetings. We're going to get all this public input. These people are just, I mean, they're just the gutter dwellers of society. Society, and they've all managed to make their way into public office. And you will be there tonight? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, hopefully the police won't be weaponized on me. It's in bail money. What's coming up tomorrow? Uh, boy, there's new rumors out that Pelosi may be hedging on Biden in 2024. Oh, yeah. Man, old on yeah. old violence right there. <laughs> He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. Thanks, as always, to Garage George of Indianapolis. You guys are the best. It's the Amory Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.